Welcome to this podcast of the Episcopal Church of the Good Shepherd in Venice, Florida. Today is Easter 2, and you will hear Father Bob Miller preach on John 20, 19-31. As you listen, see if you can answer some of these questions. The questions, 1. Who in your life has shown you Jesus? 2. How does Jesus find the way into your heart? 3. How did Thomas respond as he touched Jesus? And 4. What is it that I don't quite believe? with you. The proclamation of the Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ according to John. When it was the evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house of the disciples was locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace, be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said, If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who is called the twin, One of the twelve was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I'll not believe. Now a week later, His disciples were again in the house, and this time Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, 
which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning. They say this is low Sunday when few people come to church. So there you're the chosen few, right? <laughs> Our faith, in fact, the faith of Christians throughout the centuries, is built upon the claims of those who have gone before us. And no doubt the people who planted the faith first in your life were your parents, at least your mother. But they include saints, our grandparents, our heroes in the faith. They said, we have seen Jesus. We have seen Jesus. And blessed indeed are we who have believed, although we have not seen Jesus in the flesh. We have seen and experienced and benefited from the undeniable work of his Holy Spirit. Shakespeare wrote, there's a divinity that shapes our ends, rough who you them how we will. The Holy Spirit takes our intentions and our actions and uses them to manifest God's will. And so we say in the prayer, thy will be done. Woodrow Wilson wrote in his diary, about the trust in his life he had of the Holy Spirit. He wrote, I firmly believe in divine providence because without it, I think I should go crazy. Without God, the world would be amazed without a clue. I'm convinced that our Lord Jesus Christ appears to each of us in ways that open our eyes and our hearts. Through the beauty of the natural world, the stars in the night sky, the flowers in our gardens, the music that we sing together, the poetry we read, the biblical stories we hear. In many ways, Christ finds his way to our hearts. For some of us, the way is easy. And for others, it takes longer for him to reach us. The beloved St. John Chrysostom takes us a step further, and he says, In the bread of the Eucharist, we become his body. 
This takes place by means of food that he has given us as a gift, a sign of his love for us. Christ shares himself with us and makes it possible for those who desire not merely to look upon him, but to touch him and to be commingled with him to fulfill our love for him. Dorothy Day called attention to the needs of the poor in New York and founded the Catholic Worker Movement. And she established soup kitchens and homes for the homeless. Some said... She could do such things, live in poverty, feed the hungry, or go to jail because of world peace. Because, after all, Dorothy Day is a saint. And the implication was that such actions must have come easily for her. But nothing came easy for Dorothy. She once said, Neither revolutions nor faith is one without keen suffering. For me, Christ was not to be bought for 30 pieces of silver, but with my heart's blood. Elsewhere, she wrote, The heart of the gospel is adding love, even where there is no love. Loving the person beside you, even if that person is disagreeable. If you will to love someone, if you will to see Christ in that person, you can do it. Take, for example, Thomas, who heard about the risen Christ. Some people came claiming that they had even seen and heard Jesus. Thomas's closest friends among the disciples even said they had shared a meal with him. And so he hoped that one day, he might also experience that same grace. Would God appear to him as well? And so Thomas waited. One day passed, and another, and a whole week. And finally, on Sunday night, as they were gathered together for supper, Jesus was in their midst even though the doors were closed and secured. He heard the voice of Jesus calling his name. This cannot be, thought Thomas. I must touch him. I must embrace him. Jesus held out his arms to show Thomas the wounds on his wrists from the nails. Thomas, touch them, he said. 
And then Jesus took his hand and brought it to his side, to the wound from the centurion's lance. And sure enough, the wound was for real. This was the crucified Jesus. Thomas could only respond with joy in his heart. My Lord and my God. What more might any of us say if we encountered Christ? What would you say? Here is love incarnate the very presence of our God. All of us live in the faith that we are loved by God and that God calls us, like the disciples, to begin our lives anew, to love him and to serve him by giving up ourselves to works of charity and compassion. Oliver Wendell Holmes wrote, I have a creed, and there is none better and none shorter. It is told in the two words with which we began the Lord's Prayer. And when I say these words, I mean them with all my heart. Our Father. This morning, let us put ourselves in the place of Thomas and in the presence of Jesus. Ask yourself, what is it I don't quite believe? Say it. And wait for Jesus to answer you like he answered Thomas. has shown you Jesus? 2. How does Jesus find the way into your heart? 3. How did Thomas respond as he touched Jesus? And 4. What is it that I don't quite believe? Mm -hmm. 